Hey, let me tell you a little bit about uh, our sponsor. We've got a great show coming up for you. It's American Finance. They're helping making this uh, broadcast possible. American Finance would love to hear from you today. Uh, you just make a quick 10-minute phone call to them. They can tell you if they can help you save lots of money. And I mean, lots of money. You know what I'm saying, Stu? I do know exa- what you're saying because I'm currently saving lots of money because of American financing myself. Yeah, you you uh, got a loan for, what was it, just over two, wasn't it? Or yeah, just yeah, under three? Under three, somewhere. I don't That's remember crazy. exactly what it is. Uh, but it was a lot less than I would have, I've ever paid on a loan in my entire life. Uh, when it, which is pretty impressive, and it saves a lot of money, especially when you're when it's on a house. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. American Financing, and they they do this uh, the right way. They, they're the best in the business. Uh, Eight hundred. Uh, what's their number there? Eight hundred nine zero six twenty four forty. Eight hundred nine zero six twenty four forty. I should have known. I've called it. Americanfinancing dot net. Americanfinancing dot net. Great show coming up. Stand by. I mean, you're just judging that. Shut I mean, up. in advance, it could be a Shut terrible up. show. You're just guessing at whether it's a good show or not. Show. And you really have no, turn no information into you don't know what you're talking Welcome. Welcome to the new normal. Here we are, uh, day one, officially, or day two, I guess, of the uh, Biden administration. Oh, he's already been busy at work. For anybody who thought he would be sitting around going, he's doing that, but he's also signing lots of executive orders, which he himself, the Grinch, uh, violated his own executive order yesterday. It's hysterical, these people. Uh, and then at the same time, it's kind of like, ah! when you freak out and you realize what they're actually talking about. Biden yesterday declared war on white supremacy. Uh, okay. And extremism. Okay. And domestic terrorists. You know, I have a feeling those words don't mean what they think it means. Or maybe it's, they're not the meaning that we think they are. We're gonna not only talk about what happened yesterday, Megan Kelly is our guest. Uh, we have the clip from Dave Rubin uh, last night. Also, the head of the 1776 Project, which is an absolute must read. And, uh, well, I'll tell you about it coming up in just a minute. And, the eight things you must do right now. All coming up. One minute. The Glenn Beck Program. I want to tell you about Leah. She lives in Ohio, and for several years, she suffered from regular pain that was so bad, it would bring her to tears. She tried a number of things to get rid of the pain, but nothing worked. And she wasn't willing to take, you know, the hardest stuff. She wasn't willing to take any of that. So she was starting to despair. And then she heard me talking about Relief Factor on the radio. Leah, I am so glad that you heard about it and you acted on it. Um, she was listening one day. 
and she was going through really bad pain. And I was talking about how Relief Factor really has fixed mine. Eight days later, after she ordered, eight days later, she said, I began noticing something strange. My pain was fading. She didn't want to get her hopes up, but she couldn't help herself. For the first time in years, she was beginning to feel better. The pain kept fading, and today, she says it's basically gone. She got her life back, and so can you. Call Relief Factor. It's not a drug developed by doctors, and 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. You can order the three-week quick start now for $19.95 at relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com, or call 800-583-84. So I don't know about you, but I, I, I did watch the, uh, the full inauguration uh, yesterday and the speech. I liked the fact that Lady Gaga looked a little like she was dressed as the Mockingjay. That's uh, weird. Yeah, I mean, she was shocking that Lady Gaga yeah. was dressed in an odd fashion. Uh, yeah, but she, you know, she had the little Mockingjay pin, except it wasn't little. Uh, and she was singing at the Capital City, which I think was was wonderful. Her Mockingjay pin was larger than Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was I think actually it was. larger than her. It was. Uh, it was like uh, strapping a small child dressed as a bird on your <laughs> chest. Uh, anyway, um, uh, and then the speech with Joe Biden. And I just want to touch on it quickly. I think what he said was uniting. I, I, I agree with almost all the words that he said about coming together and how we yearn not to be arguing with each other and how we're able to disagree with each other without demonizing each other. I want that America and I will work hard for that kind of America. But unfortunately, we don't have anything we can agree with. I mean, I really tried to think, OK, how can we unite? Well, we don't we can't unite on immigration. I mean, nobody's even talking about this, but immigration, he's he's promising amnesty for 11,000. And remember, in the old days, we used to say, well, what are the Republicans getting more border security? No, nothing, nothing, nada. They're just doing it. Um, we've got about 5,000 people um, coming up from the border now, Honduras. They say it's about 1,000, but by the time they get here, it'll be at least 5,000 that are just going to come across the border and demand amnesty. Uh, he's not sending anybody away. What are we getting out of that? I can't unite with you on this. I can't unite on your tax or your spending. But see, these are the usual arguments that we have. These are not even the important arguments anymore. The important arguments are about freedom of speech. Do I have a right to speak my mind in public in a meaningful way? See, it's one thing to say, you can say anything you want at the mall. Nobody's at the mall anymore. You can say whatever you want in the town square. Nobody is in the town square. The town square is now a digital town square. And if you can't speak your mind there, you don't have freedom of speech. So we don't agree on freedom of speech. People now say, the millennials, that speech has to be regulated. No, it doesn't. And I'll never fold on that. And that's a pretty big principle. I, for, I'm a religious person. You may be an atheist. Great. Let's celebrate. Let's have dinner. You don't have to believe in God. I don't have to give up my belief in God or my practices. We can agree to disagree. 
And that's a really big principle. But that principle is what our Constitution is supposed to guarantee. We're supposed to be able to defend ourselves. I guarantee you, the run on guns is going to be relentless. Relentless. That used to be the one we really disagree with. Now, no. Now, we have people now that don't agree with the the American definition of the Bill of Rights. They don't agree with the Constitution. They don't agree with the, uh, the Declaration of Independence. It's an outdated document. Those were the things that brought us together, that you could come here and, and government would leave you alone and you could fulfill your dreams. Well, we don't have that anymore. Now we have a government that is telling us exactly what to do and telling people, you, I'm sorry, you're going to lose your business. I know. Well, big deal. This is too important. We have a right to tell you. They don't have a right to tell you that. So I honestly don't know where to agree because we don't have principles in common. So I can't unite with you, but I'd like to. But that's not what the left thinks is the definition of uniting. The definition to the left of uniting is do it my way or else. You can join us at any time. The globe is on fire and we're going to spend all of this money and we're going to get into a global agreement and it will control every aspect of your life because it's right. And if you don't agree, you're a hate monger. You want children to die. You want the planet to burn up. You are a science denier. You should be silenced. Well, that's that's just what you know what that is. Maoism without the gun yet that's what that is you'll do it my way you'll see the world my way and if you get in my way you have to be removed that's not american and i will not give up my american ideals i asked last night megan kelly about this i want you to hear her answer because she has a solution um and i also want to give you some solutions uh to some problems some things we have to do right now uh, all coming up this hour. Don't miss a second of of this hour. Let me let me play back what we talked about last night with Megan Kelly. How can we possibly come together when it appears as though CNN is leading the charge and leading the call to silence Fox, Newsmax, AON, uh, probably you, us, all of talk radio? H- how can we possibly unite? Mm, we're not going to unite. I mean, it's all nonsense. Kevin, I, look, I, I like a good inauguration and a good speech just as much as anybody. And I feel patriotic whenever I witness them. And I root for the president and I root right. for America uh, in the way that you described. But unity is fool's gold. You know, we, it wasn't too long ago we had a very dynamic president take office on hope and change. And mm-hmm. there is no red state America. There's no blue state. It's nonsense. Even if they genuinely mean it. Um, they don't change Washington. Washington change, changes them. And mm-hmm. Joe Biden is Washington. He's been there for 50 years. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he will lower the temperature. Good. I like that. Good. Let's lower the temperature. We don't need crazy incendiary rhetoric and tweets every day. Mm-hmm. It may be fun to cover as a news matter, but the country, it will be better off to not have that happening. But what's happening substantively is worth fighting over. And it's not going to go away just because he gave a nice speech. Right. I, I mean, I, I'm sorry. I 
vehemently disagree with your arguments. And, you know, I, I wish I felt as though the uh, Democratic Party actually felt the way that I felt during the inauguration today. I saw the flags. I, I loved Lady Gaga's rendition of the Star Spangled Banner. I felt patriotic and proud. But those are the same people who are saying, take a knee. America is racist. The flag is a symbol of oppression. Uh, and, the, and the media is going to make my head explode. I okay, mean, so help me. 100% right on all counts. Number one, they're the same people who are telling you that you have no right to object if your ch minor child wants to go get cross-gender hormones during the middle of the day, leave, leaving school grounds to go get testosterone so she can go from female to male without you knowing. And if you want to object, where's your unity? Come on, we're right. supposed to pull together. Well, I will object. I will protect my family and what I think is right over Joe Biden's need for unity, which is false anyway. Unify behind my agenda is not a real call for unity. There's not going to be any concessions. Just look at what he's doing with the proposed amnesty that he's pushing right now. Uh, legalization for 11 million people who are here undocumented and no carrots for the Republicans, not even a nod to border security, which no. is what we've seen in the past. Why? Because he doesn't care about unity. He cares about his agenda. Okay. Point number two, the media, it's not just CNN. I mean, they're, oh, I, know. I don't, I, I think they're the worst. It's hard to judge, but <laughs> MSNBC tonight, Nicole Wallace, you know, they're fake Republican. Um, the, the person who brought us Sarah Palin and, and seems to be feeling a need to atone ever since for what she considers her sin um, is over there saying that people that that Republicans should not be allowed to speak until they acknowledge the truth that they should be banned. I wrote it down that they should be banned because fake news has the potential to kill people. Fake news has the potential. You know what, Nicole Wallace? I agree. I agree. Like too. when. You, your network, and CNN, and the Washington Post, and ESPN reported that Jacob Blake was unarmed when he was shot by a police officer in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And you refused to let the facts play out, even though there were initial reports he was armed. And anybody who tried to claim, wait a minute, hold on, there are reports, got shamed on the internet for being a racist. And then the news came out that not only was he not armed, he admitted it. And then we saw him admit it on camera with Michael Strahan of ABC News. And what happened with the Washington Post? They tweeted out, unarmed, Jacob Blake. Only later were they forced to take it down. MSNBC, after, after that, still had an opinion piece up on its website saying, unarmed. So let's talk, Nicole Wallace, about misinformation, lies that lead to deaths, which is what we saw in Kenosha. How do we save America? How do we fight against this? Glenn, you and I were both at Fox News after Obamacare was rammed down the throats of the American people with only with less than majority support. Mm -hmm. And you remember the Arlen Specter town hall where the woman stood up and said, you have awakened a sleeping giant. And I think we're at another you have awakened a sleeping giant moment. The silent majority can be silent no more. People must speak out. And if you won't do it for your own sake, do it for the sake of your children. When your company comes to you and tells you, you have to sit in a corporate seminar telling you you're a white supremacist by virtue of an immutable characteristic, something over which you had no control, which the law does not allow, 
uh, the federal government or or even private industry in some instances to stigmatize and use against you, get a lawyer. First of all, speak up for yourself and have a lawyer ready. And legal groups are forming right now to help you. I know because I'm I'm consulting on some of them. When your school tries to do this to your child and lets your child, A, shames your child because of his or her skin color and sows division where there was none between these little ones, or, or uh, allows your child to leave school grounds to go across gender hormones, like I said before, without telling you, allows your kid to... to to dress as, as the opposite sex for two years without ever telling you, saying your rights end at the schoolhouse door, get a lawyer, get a lawyer. That's not lawful. And until we start challenging these things in the courtrooms and in the court of pub- public opinion, you you, sh- you gotta pressure your city councilman to make sure, what, how are you gonna vote in these issues? Because there are a lot of parents out there and people out there who don't believe in this kind of thing. And, and shame people into standing up for true equality and, and diversity of thought and kindness, universal kindness, the answer to racism is not more racism. And and by the way, um, the other thing we need to do is women who have been shamed into not protecting other women by trans activists who do not speak for the trans community. The trans community generally wants to transition and be left alone. They don't want to be, to be shaming the, the members of the group to which they've transitioned into silence. So women need to grow a backbone and take a risk like J.K. Rowling did. And I realize it's scary when you don't have her financial security, but we're gonna get legal groups and we're gonna start speaking out and there is safety in numbers. So important. Uh, and I wanna continue that uh, when we uh, finish this. I, let me just take one minute to tell you it's really good to know that there are people who have your back. The world is a dangerous place and all kinds of bad actors are running around on it. Cyber criminals are among them and there's nothing They want to do more than dip their fingers into your private wallet and your private world and steal all that they can. This is why cyber protection is so important and why LifeLock is there. And you can trust LifeLock. LifeLock can't prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But they are on the dark web. They are everywhere doing all they can to make sure that you are safe. And if something slips through... They've got a team of specialists that help work to fix it and to solve it and resolve the identity theft. Right now, you can save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com if you use the promo code BACK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or LifeLock.com, promo code BACK. Save 25% now, LifeLock.com. 10 seconds, station ID. I'm going to go over uh, a few things that were in a fantastic article on uh, The Federalist by Joey uh, Pullman, uh, where she outlined eight strategies for exiting the Biden years stronger than the right went in. And I think she is right on the money. Uh, We're going to get into that. Also, the 1776 Project. This is something I want you to download right now. The first thing. The first thing the White House uh, press corps or, or website did when Joe Biden was inaugurated was take down the 1776 project. I got news for you. If I didn't do this job, I probably wouldn't have read the 1776 project. Uh, if you know, I was an average person and Donald Trump would have won. But because that was one of the first things they did when they walked through the door, 
oh, I read it. I read all of it. And it is really good and really, really important. And I'll tell you about it coming up. The other thing is I want to build on what Megyn Kelly said. You have got to stand up now. You have to. It is it is not silence in the face of evil is evil itself. You you must take a stand. And I know that is scary. I do. And I know that that means you could lose your job. I understand that. But we have got to start to stand together. We have got to, if somebody loses their job, we have got to find a way to help that person get another job. You need to strengthen your church net. So your church, you know, if you lose your job on something, your church can be the place that you can rely on to help you. We've got to help people. It is frightening. It's frightening to speak out. I know it firsthand. And you're not alone. Every single one of us in the media, we are being targeted before you. We don't know if we're going to have jobs. We don't know how they're going to define us. They're now saying that those who supported Donald Trump are domestic terrorists. Those who helped sway the people towards Donald Trump are domestic terrorists. They're in, in influencing and they are aiding and abetting domestic terrorism. God only knows with the Patriot Act what these people are capable of, but they are saying it now every day. It's not some whack job. You're hearing this every day from people in Congress. We need to stick together and we need to stand up. And I'm going to show you how you can stand up. But I swear to you, you attorneys, if you attorneys start to turn your back on liberty and you're like, well, I can't defend you because it's really risky right now. It's really, I swear to I will make it my life's mission to call your name out from the highest mountaintop. This is what America and attorneys are supposed to do. Read John Adams, who defended the British right after the Boston Massacre. He defended the guys who were involved in the Boston Massacre because everyone in America deserves the best defense. You attorneys, you better find a backbone. You better start standing up and fighting for what is real because you are the only thing that could stand between us and an out-of-control government. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Yes, it is. Now, let me tell you a, a little bit about Rough Greens. David lives in Ohio. Uh, he writes in one of the more interesting Rough Greens r- reviews that I've read. He said, I ordered this for a dog that I don't own. Things are going well. I hope they continue to use Rough Greens. Wow, I have so many que- I have so many questions. You know, <laughs> was there something that was in his poop that's in your yard? What what is going on there, David? Uh, but David got uh, got rough greens for a friend's dog, and um, okay, all right. Again, I'd like more to the story, David. But uh, at least that dog is feeling feeling better or not doing what he was doing. And I don't know. But anyway. 
It can change your dog's life. It really can. It has probiotics and all the stuff that you should be eating as well. Get the Jumpstart bag today, $14.95, and start the process of getting your dog healthier and happier. You're going to see your dog thrive again. Just wait. I mean, just start feeding this, putting it on the dog food, and you will see a difference. RUFFgreens.com, roughgreens.com slash back. And you can get that whole Megyn Kelly interview on blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. There is a great article in The Federalist by Joy Pullman. Uh, and she talks about eight strategies for exiting the Biden years stronger than the right went in. It's really wealth, uh, worth a read. Eight strategies for exiting the Biden years. Um Joy writes, and I'm, I'm going to just read a couple of them, then I'm going to go over the highlights, but you should read it. I'll, I'll tweet it out and post it on Facebook or on my uh, glennbeck.com page. She says, this is a frightening time. Uh, the incoming administration means the acceleration of mass murder, which is abortion, forcing taxpayers to pay for it. It means nuns are back on the menu. It means the increase of public schools destroying children's innocence and facilitating minors' access to drugs that will enable HIV-positive sex. It means the entrenchment of the institutional racism of critical race theory in every institution possible, also pushed by taxpayer funds. It means the Democrats rig more structures of American life against those who disagree with them, possibly preventing us from ever having a meaningful voice in our own governance again. It means the proliferation of government spending that accelerates our nation's likelihood of devastating economic collapse. It means frighteningly labeling half of the country domestic terrorists, a label that prepares for stripping even more of our rights. All this in turn, she says, makes us increasingly vulnerable to foreign enemies, propagandists, and demagogues. Now, she goes on to say that this is well-documented and it is overwhelming to must for most people she said all is not lost however yes we're forced to retreat but let's be orderly and strategic don't break into a route there are num- numerous strategic advantages and strategies available to the people who love america if we choose to employ and enlarge them. I'm, I'm going to give you a few of them. She said, one, recognizing corporate media as a propaganda machine. She said, through COVID, Hunter Biden, she said the quickest way to guess, uh, guess the truth is like the way they used to do it in the Soviet Union. Whatever the mainstream media said in the Soviet Union, uh, your dear leader is still great. He has a little cold. No, he's not great. He's probably dead. Okay, you just whatever they say, economy looking up. Oh, dear God, it's bad. Whatever they say, it's probably the opposite. She said it's frightfully corrupt. The media, corporate media now control our lives right down to the air that we are allowed to breathe and whether we're allowed to honestly support our families. And the majority of Americans either believe their outright lies or are heavily influenced by them. But this knowledge for us is highly useful. Now, listen to this. I lo- this, is, this is Reagan thinking. 
She said it means that Americans are not necessarily supportive of socialism and baby murder and all the other things that Democrats do when they're in power. It means that our country still includes a lot of well-meaning people who love America, but are deeply deceived. That's an important lesson to learn. Why? Because they have made half the country their enemy. This is why peaceful resistance works. This is why enlarging people's hearts and listening to them first, hearing their plight. This is the lesson I learned in front of 20 million people during the Trump administration. I didn't listen to you, so I misunderstood you. They are not hearing you. Most people in these cities, and they're now moving out of states like California, where they've never met a conservative. They're coming, and I hear that I have heard this from so many liberals who I have gotten to know. I've I've heard this from two communists, one of the one of which their dad was on the blacklist during the McCarthy hearings. They have come up to me and said, I thought one thing, boy, was I wrong. I, how many times have you heard a liberal say, I, I, I got to know people and they're not like that. How many liberals have flipped and come over to the conservative side said, these guys, they don't mind debating. They're not the monsters I was told they are. We must continue that. In fact, enlarge it because we are going to be welcoming. We must be welcoming People that are coming into our communities, they've never met us before. And they are coming. But you have to understand that many of them have been deceived by the media. When, when they, they really don't hear these stories that we, we talk about every day. They don't hear them. They don't know them. And if we are rejecting of them, if you're from California, you a liberal, yeah, well, you stay away from me. Don't you wreck our state. Instead, why'd you move from California? Oh, it's crazy. It is, isn't it? Well, Texas or Tennessee or wherever you're at, Florida, this is a great place. You want to come over and have dinner? And don't talk politics. Listen to them. Listen to their frustrations. And then... Don't be like an overzealous Christian that just wants to get you into the waters of baptism. Don't. Just listen to them, love them, and they will see the difference between their old friends and their new friends. We really, the culture has been destroyed. We have a chance. They're moving out of those states, and only one of two things is going to happen. They're going to destroy our states. Or they're going to help our states become stronger. And there's nothing better than converts. If you can get converts on your side, like the people who lived in the former Soviet Union that have made their way here because they wanted freedom so badly. There's no one that understands this country better than those people. Talk about the people of Venezuela. Mm. I can't tell you. I've had a whole bus of former Soviet bloc citizens. They were on some tour in a city and I was walking down the street. And all of a sudden, this tour bus just stops 
and all of them get out and they all surround me. What is wrong with America? What is happening? They know the people that have come and moved from their state. They should be the people that you are befriending in an honest way. Don't try to win. Okay. Second thing she says is we have to have crystal clarity about the left's real goals. The goal right now, Biden's message was, I'm not Donald Trump. And that's what people voted for. The people who voted him in, generally speaking, did not vote for Kamala Harris and her radical. The the Democrats even rejected her. They voted for a guy they thought was just going to leave people alone and stop the division. Okay, now we have a choice. We can either be the domestic terrorists that they are now going to claim we are. We can either be the extreme conspiracy people. Or we can be lowering the temperature and saying, yeah, that's not that's just not true. That's not true to your friends. Everything has to be local now. Prepare for a time when voices like mine are rare, if at all. Don't we have an extraordinary opportunity. She writes, we need to be ready to welcome these voters in who voted for Donald Trump and then see exactly what they're doing. Uh, who voted for Joe Biden and then see what they're now doing in power and welcome them, even if they are not ideologically pure. I'd rather have a wasteful social welfare state than murders uh, that murders fewer babies, supports free speech and doesn't harass nuns, you know, than a corporate welfare state that harass the poor and religious. If that's the trade off, I'll take it. We just all we need to do. Do you agree with the Bill of Rights? That's it. That's it. Because that's what we used to unite on. Do you believe in the Bill of Rights? Because I do. Well, I don't believe in a wall. I didn't ask you that. Do you believe in the Bill of Rights? Then the GOP must separate itself from big business. This is the Democrats have become clearly the party of big business on steroids. The Republicans have got to get away from that. They've got to get away from that. Um, the corruption cycle is going to uh, accelerate. She writes, number four, COVID shutdowns with no end in sight are a violation of our natural constitutional and human rights. However, as a Biden administration coming to power, this evil will also cause damage to those who attempt to wield it against their enemies. It'll mean a quicker downfall of many corrupted institutions from churches that don't proclaim real theology, losing parishioners who will never come back from virtual church to the death of higher education institutions that have been colluding with uh, corporate uh, and corrupt politicians to scam gullible young people out of their futures. This is really important to know. No one ever calls in troops and silences people and corrals people up if they're confident they got this never you only do that when you know uh i'm in real trouble because the people can turn against me and we're not talking about half the people 
We're talking about anybody who believes in the Bill of Rights. And that's what our fight should be on, the Bill of Rights. Because we've lost, forget about the fiscal thing, we lost that way back with the Democrats. We lost that. We've lost so many things. All of our fights need now to focus on the Bill of Rights. She says, targeting the close and local. And this is really important. She's talking about make sure you get involved locally. You've got to change the state laws wherever we can to shore up a clean election. Make sure that your, your house and your governor are working on laws right now to make sure that that vote is bulletproof. Yeah, I know. We can't get to all the states. That's fine. Wherever we can, get it done right now. You think your state's always going to be like this? Engage in more conversations, not less. Stop fighting to win. Start stating the truth about our Constitution and our Bill of Rights. Start living the truth of who we are. Good, decent, kind people. And start demonstrating it with new people that are coming in to your area. You've got to be the backbone of the Constitution. And the last thing she says is persecution purifies and creates solidarity. It's true. We're all in this fight together. And when we really understand, holy cow, you lose, I lose. There's real solidarity there. But it also purifies us because we have to be sharp. We have to know what we're talking about. Read this article. You'll find it in the uh, Federalist. It is uh, well worth your time. Eight strategies for exiting the Biden years stronger than the right went in. And it's by Joy Pullman. Now, friends, um, I'm uh, here to tell you a little bit about our sponsor, the Legacy Box. Right now, I'm ready to go get our legacy and bury it someplace, <laughs> someplace deep in a cave. But that's not what we're talking about. The Legacy Box it, it helps you make the switch from analog to the digital age. And it's really hard. I mean, I don't have a projector anymore, but I've got rolls of film that I've never seen of my childhood. Hopefully, it's something cool. I mean, hopefully it's not like dad going, here's our new car. Get out of the way, kids. Um, but it, it, to preserve those things, you have to get it copied in a digital format. With Legacy Box, you can have things like home movies and photos preserved so that you never have to wonder where they are or if they're safe. I've got formats on video of all my kids. I don't even know what the, the device was. I mean, I, I look at the tape and I'm like, I've never seen a machine that plays that. I don't even remember having a machine that plays that. Uh, all you have to do is uh, just use their kit to safely send the moments you want preserved. Their team experience will create a digital collection by hand. Then it comes back to you stored on the cloud, a thumb drive or DVD, along with the original content you sent. I've got to do this. I've been thinking. I, know. I, I've been, I tell myself all the time. I got to do this. I, and I never do it. I, I got to do it. 50% off right now. Good if time. you do it, you can get started as uh, for as little as 39 bucks. Legacybox.com slash back legacy. 
odysseybox.com slash Beck. Take advantage of this limited time offer. Get 50% off. Exclusive offer is not going to last long, so do it now. Legacybox.com slash Beck and save 50% while supplies last. Legacybox.com slash Beck. All right, just quickly, let me just give you an update on what happened on day number one uh, for uh, for uh, Joe Biden. First thing they did, he changed the Oval Office up a little bit. He took the uh, painting of Andrew Jackson down, which I'm glad. I don't think Andrew Jackson believes uh, belongs in the Oval Office, um, but it was replaced with Cesar Chavez, a bust of Cesar Chavez right behind the Resolute desk. He also has Martin Luther King Jr., which Trump also had, and Robert F. Kennedy, which I don't think Kennedy would agree now with these new Democrats. And they got rid of that horrible Benjamin Franklin out of there. Then he made his first call to an ally. And, of course, it's Engl- it's no, it's not England uh, this time, which is strange. He decided to call Trudeau in Canada. So we see where that one is uh, going. He also made mask mandates. Of course, he could we just roll the tape of him? He signed the executive order that in every federal building and federal property, you have to wear masks. Here he is maskless uh, there at the Lincoln Memorial, seeing it like I've never seen it before. Um, uh, He also reentered the Paris Accord. He halted the wall. He paused deportations for 100 days. Gee, what could happen? Uh, He also wrecked your child's sports. Guys can now play in your women's sports. And the bathrooms are up for grab again. And I ain't done yet. Hello, America. Welcome to the program. Day number two of the 100 days. It's all still here. It's a... I think you can come out. I think you can come out, at least for a while. Day number two of the Biden administration, a lot happened yesterday. uh, But what didn't happen in Washington, D.C. was violence, which proved to me a couple of things. Um, And I'll get into them here in just a second. But, you know, you're going to be shocked to hear that there was no violence from the right yesterday. But in Seattle and Portland, Antifa, shockingly... Uh, rioted and uh, burned some things down, and uh... it's actually not shocking to me at all. Uh, that's exactly what really? I would expected them to do. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's yeah. almost like that's what they do on an almost daily basis, oh, and everyone ignores it almost that's every day. Uh, strange, Stu. Mm. That's a that's a weird, almost terrorist-like ac- uh, accusation that you just. <laughs> yeah, it is just... actually terrorist <laughs> accusation. That's exactly what it is. Andy No joins us in sixty seconds. program yes it is all right let me tell you about our sponsor it's built bar day 21 weight loss regime dear diary i'm trying this new scare the fat off diet i read about online the way it works is i watch scary movies late at night right before going to bed that way every little noise in the house scares the crap out of me my muscles tense up and 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 i like it when it just happens in nightmares it's kind of like exercise I'm having a nightmare and it's like I'm running up the stairs and I'm kind of gently running up the stairs. Now, I've only had a couple of minutes where my heart really hurt and my left arm went numb, but uh, it's going well. It's going well. I think the bags of popcorn I'm eating while watching the scary movie might be counterproductive, but I was low on my built bars. I needed to order more. 
Love, Glenn. Built Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. It's great. Tastes like a candy bar, and it is healthy for you. It's made with real chocolate, and yet it is healthier than your average protein bar. They have a ton of flavors for you to choose from. Find your favorite today. Go to BuiltBar.com. Keep and don't give up on your New Year's resolution. When you need a snack, BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code BECK. Get 20% off your next order. Promo code BECK. 20% off. BuiltBar.com. If journalist Andy No on with us, a guy who probably knows more about Antifa than anybody else. He's got a new book that is coming out already. Number one, they haven't silenced you yet. They, I mean, they got to change that, Andy. Um, already number one, it comes out in a couple of weeks. We'll have him on to talk about that here in uh, in a couple of weeks. But we wanted to talk to him about what happened yesterday in Seattle and Portland. Andy, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me on again. Sure. So tell me what tell me what happened yesterday. Give me the give me the story. Well, given that we've been hearing over and over from the media about the threat of insurgency, particularly after what happened at Capitol Hill recently, you would think that this news would be blanketed across the national and international press. Mm. Unfortunately, it's not. What happened yesterday was in coordinated fashion. Antifa in different cities on the West Coast carried out uh, mass riots and attacks. Um, they did it in Portland and Seattle, as well as Denver to an extent. Uh, Portland was particularly bad because they came armed with weapons like knives, ass. Um, there were Molotov cocktails. Um, in the course of their rioting, they actually destroyed the headquarters of the Democratic Party of Oregon ah, building. See, that shows that that was right-wing extremists that were disguised as Antifa. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, explain, think, uh, explain, explain how that is a sign it's Antifa. Well, okay, so I, when I get asked this all the time, which I frequently do by press who ask me, how do you know it's really Antifa? Well, you look at the groups that are organizing the riots on encrypted telegram uh, channels and signal. You look at the Antifa accounts that are advertising on Twitter openly, the riots and calling for people to come. Um, you look at the symbols and flags that they carry. So yesterday they carried actually Antifa flags. And you also just listen to their chants. They were chanting Antifa, Antifa when they were in the middle of carrying out the riots. And then another thing, which is my specialty, is looking at who gets arrested and digging into their background and looking at their political posts. So all these come together, make it very, very clear, if you want to know the truth, that these are Antifa. Unfortunately, there's very few journalists uh, who are curious when it comes to this, whereas they apply so much scrutiny to the people who were at the Capitol Hill, including people who had nothing to do with the riots, but were merely at a political rally earlier in the day. So, um, you know, I just want to emphasize, like, how bad it was yesterday. Like, it's become normal in these cities for marauding gangs of mass people to go out into the street with weapons and set things on fire, uh, come with homemade explosives, come with knives, 
um, and they were picking up rocks along the way as well. Um, they there were multiple riots actually in Portland in the same day. Early in the day was the destruction of the Democrat headquarters, and then later at night they tried to break inside the. Uh, ICE facility, but fortunately, federal oh. officers repelled them. Wait, 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 wait! No, 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 no! The press would have to report it if they went into, let's say, a courthouse or a federal uh, office building where ICE was. Because I mean, we've learned that that—that's the difference. They—they they went after federal uh, property and they—they they went after federal employees. So that—that that was the difference. Because that—that was what was happening in Washington. And apparently Antifa has never done that. So now you're saying that they did that last night, huh? Yes, as they've done hundreds of times in 2020. Really? Trying to burn down and attack um, federal property in downtown Portland. Where um, And the response from the national media was to blame the law enforcement officers protecting federal mm-hmm. property at the time. All right. Let me um, uh, let me just show. Um, and by the way, um, <clears throat> Andy, I'm not sure you um, get my sarcasm, but uh, I'm not being sarcastic at all. Last night in Portland, uh, they had a very important Joe Biden rallying cry because they're they love Joe Biden, listen to what they said. So it should be clear that Joe Biden isn't going to save us. Because at this point, it doesn't matter who is in the White House. A dictator could care less, okay? And furthermore, Joe Biden, let me tell you about Joe Biden. (laughs) Joe Biden is a feckless puppet of the centrist Democratic establishment who is only president because of his ties to corporate interests, okay? Can we get that through our heads? I'm preaching the choir, but, but here's a pill that might be a little harder for you to swallow, okay? So, progressive political actors like Bernie Sanders and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, they're not going to save you either, okay? And let me be clear. Don't, don't get me wrong, it's essential that we have strong progressives circulating in the White House. But now, this is the people's fight. Okay? This is the people's fight. Because our political champions only have as much power as we imbue them with. And you see how much power white nationalists give Trump. Okay? And they've got the guns to back it up. What does that mean to you? What, is, what does this speech say to you? Um, it's laying the groundwork for radicalizing people for revolution. I mean, essentially, if you, if you just listen to what they're saying, you read their uh, literature, you look at their banners, they declare themselves to be ungovernable. And this is where the anarchist side of the anarchist communism comes out and Antifa and their allies is that they fundamentally reject everything about the United States, including the idea of American governance, period, including governance from the Democrats. So they recognize AOC and Bernie as important allies in the administration, uh, in, um, in government. But um, when it comes to what they ultimately want, though, is to destroy um, uh, the political system in the U.S., including both parties. This is what I've been talking about for years. 
So it's been very frustrating that uh, the coverage of Nancy has become partisan and not the liberal media has given coverage so much when these are people who are openly calling for Democrats to actually be killed. Tell me the difference between um, Antifa, because your uh, whole book that's coming out next month is all about uh, what they are, who they are, and what they want. Um, tell me the difference between that and, let's say, the Tea Party. I don't know if you paid much attention, but both were in the streets. Both were, you know, marching. Both have political beefs. What's the difference that uh, the media is ignoring? Good question. If you were only paying attention to mainstream media, you would would have perceived uh, the Tea Party to be uh, fringe extremists rather than um, peaceful, patriotic Americans who wanted more say over um, how they were governed. Whereas the Antifa, the fundamental difference really comes down to um, tactics and agenda, obviously, but tactics in that Antifa explicitly call and advocate for political violence. That is not the exception when it comes to them. That is their MO. That's what they do every time. And they will kill if need be, as they've done before. The Tea Party use fiery rhetoric and all that, but they didn't. their protests were entirely peaceful. They were lawful. They usually left rallies uh, the, the properties cleaner than when they arrive. Yeah. Um, whereas you can look at what happens in you know the trail of mm-hmm. Antifa autonomous zones and marches is literally destruction. burnt out, and, burnt out areas destruction. And it's it it's the other difference is is that no matter what the speeches said yesterday, those who support Antifa or ignore them, they they. Antifa does not respect the Bill of Rights, the Constitution, or the, the Congress, or our system of government. They don't want our system of government. Is that accurate? Not only do they not want our system of government, they're willing to use violence to destroy that system, actually. And I think what makes them particularly dangerous is that they're really um, attacking the U.S. as a as it's found on its founding ideals, right? Freedom. I'm talking about freedom of expression, the right to own property, uh, the rule of law, um, the legitimacy of uh, democracy itself. I mean, yesterday's violent riots by Antifa were protests against the transfer of peace, uh, the peaceful transfer of power, mm-hmm. and it should be analyzed from that angle. It's not, unfortunately. So, um, when we're looking at um, Antifa. And we look at them historically. They were the ones basically that were blamed for the Reichstag fire. And there's been an argument back and forth on who started the Reichstag fire. Was it Hitler knowing that he could grab control or was it the communist? The anti-fascists were actually communists um, fighting against Hitler. Um, who, have you heard them talk about what kind of government they want? They say they're anarchists, but I don't think they are anarchists. Are they communists? Are they, what are they? Well, I'm glad you touched on the history briefly. That's really important. The original Antifa uh, was formed in the interwar years in Germany as a paramilitary of the German Communist Party. And I write about that all in the book. It's important to understand the historical 
uh, origins of this organization and movement. But to answer um, the question you you just asked, it's um, they people need to realize that like the danger is not just in anti-social violent extremism itself. They are creating an environment where they there is a response and a reaction from the other side and polarization as well. And I think we're seeing some repeats of the conditions that gave rise to mm. what happened in World War II in that the Antifa are doing what they did then, which was not just fighting um, Nazis on the streets, they were also attacking the Social Democrats, the center-left liberals, attacking every political opposition to them in the streets and carrying out acts of brutal street political violence and assassinations and counter-assassinations. Um, it looks like we are building sort of the we're, we're getting on the building blocks of an environment like that. Andy, thank you very much. Um, Andy, no, his book comes out uh, in about a month. You should order it now. It's called Unmask Inside uh, Antifa's Radical Plan to Destroy Democracy. Uh, and he is uh, also the editor at large at the Post Millennial. Thank you so much, Andy. I appreciate it. Um, one of the th- one of the things that um, I want to bring to light here is he's right. We are going down many of the same roads and it looks like we're going to be set up with many of the same things. Uh, and I am not comparing this to what they did to the Jews and everything else. I'm going to stop saying that. Uh, well, I can't stop saying that because uh, I have to legally now say that or somebody will call me an extremist. Um, I want you to know that um when the Germans took power, they demonized. They had their own group. They had the stormtroopers, and they were fighting. That was the paramilitary group of the, um, it was the SA, and they were the paramilitary group for the Nazi party. The Antifa was the paramilitary group for the Communist Party, and people hated both sides, both sides. And so when Hitler finally saved the constitution because there was going to be a violent overthrow. He admitted he violated the constitution and said, and you know what? I do it again because the Republic was at stake and I needed to save it because these guys were really bad guys. He had already declared war on Antifa, his enemy, but then the light of night of long knives gave him the opportunity to kill off the people that were causing all the violence on his side because the people were tired of the violence on the streets and it allowed him a chance to look like this great benevolent leader who sacrificed himself and is willing to go to jail because he violated the constitution. But the people breathed a sigh of relief. Thank goodness the violence is over. But he consolidated his power, got rid of anyone that could defy him, and the violence had just begun. So if you have a car that has 5,000 or 100,000, doesn't matter how many miles it has, and you want to continue to drive that car, if it's a newer car past, what, 1990, it's got chips in it. And anything that happens to it, the chip goes bad and you're out of luck. I mean, it could be $5,000 for that stupid chip. 
But the rest of the car is good. What happens? Total it. Get rid of it. I got to buy a new car. Unless you have CarShield. When something happens on a covered repair with CarShield, you don't have to write a check. You don't have to do anything. You call CarShield. They've got the roadside assistance 24-7. They'll, they'll get you a rental car so you have something to drive while yours is in the shop. They pay the mechanics. It could be, it could be the you know, dealership where you bought this thing. It doesn't matter. They handle all of it. It is so well worth having CarShield when your car runs out of warranty. See why CarShield cars go further. 800-665-2157 is the phone number. Mention the promo code BECK and you're going to save 10%. Now, you can go to CarShield.com, use the promo code BECK, sign up and save 10%. Find out all about it. It's CarShield.com. Promo code BECK. Deductible may apply. 10 seconds. Station ID. I've got a lot to talk to you about in uh, about 10 minutes. Uh, we've got a really great segment on the media yesterday. Oh, my gosh. It's interesting that, you know, when you have a problem with violence in the streets and you bring in, let's say, 20,000 troops, mm-hmm. okay, you have a good chance of that violence going away in yeah. almost all circumstances, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Really difficult. Most people just won't show up. Mm-hmm. And I think you'll see you're seeing the capital shedding a lot of the fringe people who supported a lot of these groups that, that are more mm-hmm. extreme people. You know, it's, it's fun to, to believe these things. Everybody's tough on the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes down to seeing this and seeing the repercussions, people are not going to come out and show up for these things, especially when there's a lot of troops there. This goes back though, to the summer where Tom Cotton wrote an op-ed in the New York times where he said, you know, send out the descent, send in the troops, not to, to kill everybody, but to protect these buildings. And not because you're property. a fascist. Right. Just because we need to stop this violence. And it made perfect sense to most, about half the country agreed with it. The New York Times not only got rid of the op-ed, but then also fired the people who approved it. And here we are a few months later where now everybody on the left was completely approving of the uh, the presence in uh, D.C. and in, in other state capitals and to I think, against violence. I think everybody on the right, generally speaking, was consistent w- all the time. Yeah. We said if the, if you don't normalize political violence, whether you it's on your side or not, you always oppose it. And this is what's happened with conservatives. We've said every single time this is broken out, stop it immediately. It's not mm. okay for this to continue. Well, that's why I heard yesterday, this is not mainly peaceful in Washington. It's completely peaceful. Uh, But here's a clip of what's happening in Portland and Seattle, where the left is rising up against Joe Biden. And they don't care. Oh, no, wait, I didn't. No, I didn't see that. No. On TV. I saw here. Yeah. This is the Glenn Beck program. (laughs) Gary lives in California. He's one of the many, many people who have learned about the miracle of relief factor firsthand. He's... um, He's getting older, and as he gets older, he's, he's like, I, I, I just can't do it anymore. He wrote about his experience uh, with his pain, and uh, he said, I can't thank you enough. I'm getting older. 62. Come on, let's know. I can't thank you enough. I'm 62, and I've just started taking Relief Factor. I've never felt better. I'm going to recommend it to all my baby boomer, boomer friends. Gary, I'm really glad to hear that Relief Factor worked for you. And uh, I can tell you that it's worked for me as well. And I'm out of pain. It's 
for anybody who is in pain and you've tried everything else, try this. Please, works for 70% of the people. Let me just say this. 70% of the people go on to order more month after month after trying it. Why would you do that unless it worked? You want a drug-free and natural way to get your life back? ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. Go there and get your life back. And make sure to go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. If you want these things to actually be covered, places like the Blaze need to exist. Blazetv.com slash Glenn. Save 30 bucks. This is the Glenn Beck program. Welcome to it. We, um, this last hour, we went over something that was in the Federalist that were eight things that every conservative should do. We talked about them at great length. If you missed it, make sure you get the podcast wherever you get your podcast or at glennbeck.com slash, sorry, at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. You'll save 30% right now on your uh, subscription. We need you. Um, we need each other, quite honestly. Um, we got to watch your back. You got to watch our back for us. Join us at Blaze TV. Um, here's one of the reasons why we we need to be together. Let me play this for Brennan. Now, remember, I don't know who's briefing Brennan because he lost his national security clearance under Trump. But listen to what he said he had intel on yesterday on the news. The members of the, the Biden team who have been nominated or have been appointed are now moving in laser-like fashion to try to uncover as much as they can about what looks very similar to insurgency movements that we've seen overseas, mm -hmm. where they germinate in different parts of a country and they gain strength and it brings together an unholy alliance frequently of religious, ex religious extremists, authoritarians, fascists, bigots, uh, racists, nativists, uh, even libertarians. And unfortunately, I think there has been this momentum that has been generated as a result of, unfortunately, the demagogic rhetoric of people that just departed government, but also those who continue in the halls of Congress. And so I really do uh, think that the law enforcement, mm -hmm. homeland security, intelligence, and even the defense officials are doing everything possible to root out what seems to be a very, very serious and insidious threat. Wow. Uh and now the threat is actually coming from members of Congress who are are helping this horrible, insidious threat. Laser like precision and a laser like fashion to root out those who uh, are fomenting revolution like they do in other countries. He should know because he helped foment revolution in many countries with color revolution, which I believe we are. We are experiencing right now. Listen to past TV shows of mine on the color revolution. You'll find them and you will see exactly what the plan uh, plan is. The other is the mainstream media. They're not seeing any problems at all with anybody on the left. Yesterday was I mean, they almost wet themselves. They were so happy yesterday. Terrific speech. This was an address like no other. It felt cathartic, heartfelt, mm -hmm. modest, austere. That's great. Brave. Look cleansing who's got the SARS. it ended with a feeling of hope springing eternal mm. today's inauguration felt more like a church service like ah. a priest explaining something from the bible or something i'm breaking it down for you so we can all have a common language uh. and a common understanding like after a good sermon the congregation doesn't want to go home right people are still hugging shaking hands he also used this moment to attempt to reclaim truth particularly for all of us as journalists it was mm. really resonant to hear 
the president say, you so know, this is about defending the truth and defeating the lies. 71% of Americans right now believe that democracy itself is in peril. And I wonder how much that changes today. And the sun started shining during his ceremony, Wolf. Oh, my gosh. It's like when Jesus, when Jesus was baptized, it was just like that. I saw a dove. It was on, it was, I think that was a dove or the Mockingjay on Lady Gaga's uh, dress. So there was a dove there. The, uh, all I didn't hear was, this is my son with whom I'm well pleased. I'm not, I'm not sure if that happened because I didn't hear it on TV, but I'm sure all the reporters uh, heard it. Listen to what they were saying. They said that he was speaking truth, that it was uh, emotional, that it, uh, it was like a sermon of course it is. Of course it is. Because the government is now the source of all truth. The media is the source of all truth. This was a sermon. This was a religious experience for these people. That's why the sun started to shine. The clouds parted because our God in government is protecting us again. Yeah, I, I was going through some of the just ridiculous tweets from media members. Get ready for reality grounded White House press briefings. I can't take it. Joe and Bo used to watch an eagle soar by the dock. Now, when Biden steps to a lectern, he will be greeted by a presidential seal. It features as its most prominent symbol a bald eagle, a reminder both of what he has accomplished and what he has lost. Well, that's true. Bald eagle. He has hair plugs. He accomplished <laughs> Having hair, the eagle didn't, I think. Is that what they were saying? Mm, I think so. <laughs> uh, a person close to the president-elect said that Mr. Biden mm-hmm. and his wife, Jill Biden, engage in regular morning negotiations over who gets to ride their Peloton bike first. Oh, my God. I got a little scared when he said uh, his, he and his wife, Jill Biden, engage in regular morning I was like, oh, no, please don't. No, no, please. And then I go, no negotiations. So we were safe. Well, that's... But, like, that's coverage you need. I, I, you need to know... I mean, how, do you remember all the updates on what Melania was doing in her workouts? I remember that was a huge topic. of Oh, discussion. well, they started a uh, Dr. Jill fashion blog now, I think USA mm. Today. No, oh, good, good, good. Yeah. Uh, Biden is about to give the most important speech, uh, inaugural speech since Lincoln. Um, healer in chief, a somber Joe Biden speaks mm. at the Lincoln Memorial on COVID to heal. Mm. We must remember mm. it's hard, but mm. that's how we heal. It's important that we do that as a nation. Um, CNN's David Chalian says that uh, the side lights on the National Mall's reflecting pools are like extensions of Joe Biden's arms embracing America. They are. They're long. They're white. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, uh, let the healing begin. We have needed this. Mm. In fashion, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris disp- display their common ground. A picture of uh, pocket squares and pearls convey a stylish team's message. Can I so show you the cover of uh, Jacobin magazine? Have you seen this yet? Mm. Look at this uh, cover. Where is it? Where is it? There it is. Jacobin Magazine uh, has Joe Biden shirtless, which is a little disturbing, (laughs) uh, as Christ in the center, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, and uh, and, uh, Bill Clinton. Well, I think Barack Obama actually is God, because that's the position of God in these paintings. Uh, And uh, Bill and Hillary are little cherubs. They have people kneeling to them, worshiping them. It is mm. it is a religious movement yeah. now. 
There is an air of cleansing about today from, from mm. John King at CNN. There is nothing better than when people use the word cleansing I know. in politics. <laughs> it's been a word very frequently yeah. used lately. Yeah. All the times Joe Biden's love for ice cream melted our hearts. Joe no, Biden loves really- his ice cream and we've got the pics to prove it. That's from E! Online. No, no, it's not. No, really? No, it's really. That's how they covered it? Yeah, because I'm sure Donald Trump, the guy who's importing McDonald's into the, into the White, White House, House was no fan of ice cream. Um, I like this one. Uh, this is John Harwood. Again, these are like, this is like a mainstream, like serious journalist guy telling you this. He has a list and it says, you know, there's, there's Trump and there's Biden. Basically, he has a format here. There's Trump and there's Biden. There's lies. There's truth. Oh my there's ignorance. There's knowledge. There's amorality. There's decency. There's cruelty. There's empathy. There's corruption. There is public service. How there are these is, guys even going to fake covering Joe Biden uh, fairly? There is the press <laughs> and there is their bullcrap. I, I, maybe I don't know how that works exactly. Let me give you one good story yesterday. You know, they were they were expecting the the right to be violent in Washington and we're going to burn everything down. Well, no, it turns out that was Antifa that was burning everything down. Uh, They did it in Seattle and in Portland and they were protesting the uh, inauguration of Joe Biden. Just want to throw that out. What were we doing yesterday? Hundreds of supporters of former President Donald Trump lined the streets in southern Florida, welcoming him to his post-presidency home. Uh, Daniel Rackus, 65-year-old Palm Beach resident, said, We just want to show him he's not alone. He did a great job, and we support him. The president's uh, limousine, or his motorcade, was making its way east on Southern Boulevard to Mar-a-Lago, Uh, And as it went by, he waved to the supporters that lined the route. They were just trying to say, thank you. That's what they did. It was the left that burned buildings, threw rocks, injured police officers as they protested the inauguration of the savior, Joe Biden. All right, let me tell you about uh, Raycon. Are you tired of your kids stealing your headphones and losing them? Come on. I am. And then they come in and go, I didn't lose them, Dad. I just put them. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Would I lie to you? Yes, you would lie to me. <sighs> so if you have kids that are, are taking your, uh, your, ear, your AirPods or your uh, earbuds and, uh, and using them all the time, get them their own pair. And I know when you say that about an Apple product, I know how much that costs. And so you don't just like, oh, you know what, kids, I'm going to give you some Apple AirPods because you're just going to love them and you're never going to lose them. Uh uh-uh. I want to tie, tie tin cans uh, to their head and put a string to their Bluetooth device. Listen to this. Or you can get Raycon. I have Raycon earbuds. They now have Raycon earbuds. They're the perfect pairs of earbuds. I use Raycons because they're comfortable. They're noise canceling. Also, uh, because uh, they're comfortable. I don't find AirPods comfortable. They look weird with a little white stick coming out of your ears as well. Raycon offering 15% off all of their products. It's already a low price. You're going to save an 
additional 15% if you go to the website buyraycon.com slash Beck. Buyraycon.com slash Beck. Grab a pair and a spare. 15, 15% off now at buyraycon.com slash Beck. You know, when I was in, uh, when I was in school, I, uh, I asked my professor a question. And uh, he looked at me and he said, perplexed by the question. And he said, Mr. Beck, uh, where is that coming? Where, where, what are you reading right now? And I told him and he said, OK, don't read that. That's 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 going to get you all screwed up. Uh, I want you to read this. So the next week I came back and I raised my hand and I said the same question that I asked. He said, Mr. Beck, are you still reading that book? I said, yeah. Didn't I? And I cut him off and I said, yes, you did. And I read that. And if you'd like to, we could discuss that. But that doesn't answer my question on this. And you're telling me not to read it. I want to know why. He said, I'll see you after class. So he did. Anytime anybody tells you not to read something, read it, read it, and reread it. I can't think of anything. I have read... I've read the Communist Manifesto. I've read Mein Kampf. I'm neither a communist nor uh, a Hitler lover or a fascist, um, much to the surprise of media matters. Um, when yesterday the Biden administration got in and the first thing they took down from the White House uh, website is the 1776 report. It made me want to read it because they're trying to hide it. And what they're doing is they are now taking this was something that the president said, I want a report on 1776 and what we should be teaching our children instead of all of this critical theory nonsense in 1691. So I read it. It's about 40 pages. You can read it in one sitting. If you if you, you know, if the if the kids aren't around, you can read it in one sitting. Um, and it is so well worth the read it is so good i challenge you before you do anything else if you want to save the country read the 1776 project or commission read the advisory to the president on 1776 commission i am going to put it uh on glenbeck.com read it and then teach it to your children Read it with your children. I can't tell you how important this is. It addresses everything in it. I, I, was, I was really impressed by this. Um, the meaning of the deck. I'm just giving you some of the chapters. Meaning of the Declaration. Constitution of Principles. Challenge to America's Principles. Slavery. Progressivism. Fascism. Communism. Politics. The Task of National Renewal. The Role of the Family. Uh, teaching America, scholarship of freedom, the American mind, the reverence for our laws, and the conclusion. And then it has the Declaration of Independence in its appendix. It, it has everything you would need. This is the first thing that you should do. You should have a copy. You should print a copy, staple it. You should have it on you. You should have it in your car. When you meet somebody who really doesn't really understand don't try to win. Don't try to lecture them. Explain some of these principles or give them this and say, you know what? I just I just want to share this with you. And I would also take this to your school board. 
This is the curriculum that should be taught in all of our schools. It doesn't shy away from slavery or anything. It explains it clearly. There are many multiple jumping off points, things that I would have added, but they were trying to keep this concise and it is really, really good. I'll post it again at glenbeck.com. It's the 1776 commission. It has now been erased uh, from the federal government. It was on the White House uh, uh, website. One of the first things that Biden did when he got in was make sure that this wasn't seen. When someone tells you, ah, you shouldn't read that, read it, read it. You have a free mind. By the way, while we're here, I'm going to talk to you here in the coming weeks about books and and history, uh, and we're going to get serious about it. Um, but please, you don't own the books. You don't own the books you have on Kindle or digitally. They can be taken at any time and purged. Please start buying paper books. Start going back and looking at your favorite, most important books of your life and get a real copy of it. You've got to be able to have a storehouse of actual facts, good and bad, in print and keep those things safe. Back in just a minute with the head guy of the 1776 Commission. Let me tell you about realestateagentsitrust.com. Right now, going in to buy or sell your house, it is going to get harder and harder to buy or sell. Uh, I, think, I think money is going to be a problem. I, I mean, gosh, I was listening to Megan Kelly this morning on her podcast, and she was talking about the banks. She was talking to the head guy, the Federalist, and uh, she was talking about the banks and, you know, uh, how are the banks going to react? Are they going to stop doing businesses, the business with now conservative business i mean it, it's you need somebody if you're wanting to buy or sell a house you need somebody right now that knows what they're doing knows the market and is able to buy your house at the lowest possible price or sell your house at the highest possible price real estate agents i trust the name says it all these are good people um, most of them are fans of the show and they have your they have your values and they do business the right way realestateagentsitrust.com go there now realestateagentsitrust.com 15 seconds People ask me all the time, and I, I have uh, grown to hate this question because I don't know. I'm just like you. I'm a dad. I'm trying to figure things out. I, I, I don't know. I've never lived through a country that was on the verge of collapse or revolution. I, I have no idea. The question always is, so what do we do? I don't know. Got any good ideas? Because I'm fresh out. 
Well, that's not entirely true. Um, I have a few ideas. We're going to be laying them out in the next uh, couple of weeks. But one of them that I think is absolutely the first step that everyone must do. Don't talk to me about any other solution until you've done this and passed it along to at least one other person. And I'll explain what that critical first step is in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, let me tell you about American Financing. American Financing, uh, they work for you, not the big banks. Uh, By the way, did you see BlackRock? BlackRock is riddled. This administration is riddled with all of the people at the top of BlackRock, which they control about $21 trillion. No big deal. $21 trillion in investments. Uh, And uh, they're, you know, they're, they're very excited about this new coming era. Uh, mainly because one of their CEOs in the Treasury Department. Uh, There's a new world coming, and you need to make sure the banks are making enough money off of you through your tax money and and through, I think, theft here with the uh, federal government and the uh, Fed. But they make enough money. They are going to be paying their taxes, and they've already stated this. As taxes go up, they're going to put the interest rates up, When the interest rates goes up, they'll be able to pay their taxes because you're paying more money. Please, I don't know how long these low interest rates last. Maybe they go down. Maybe they go up. Please take this pressure off of yourself and get the lowest interest rate you can right now. Fold in your high interest rate credit cards. Consolidate your mortgage without resetting it at American Financing. They work for you. They work for you, not the big banks. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, I wanted to bring uh, somebody on today because I think the first step that has to be done to save our nation is, and I know this sounds like hyperbole, but it is fundamental. We need to go right now, all of us, and download, print, copy, And share with not only ourselves, but our families and everyone we know the report from the 1776 Commission. I've read a lot of history books. I've read a lot of history of America. I've you're trying to summarize the good and bad of America in 40 pages. Not exactly easy to do. To be able to explain the complex issues that the founders were putting into our Declaration of Independence and Constitution, really not easy to do. To explain how conflicted they were on slavery and what they did and what they didn't do, almost impossible. This does it. I read the whole thing in one sitting this morning. It's 40 pages. And I cannot recommend it enough. Now, one of the first thing this, things that Joe Biden did 
was get rid of that. Get it off of the White House website. This was a Trump thing. And he said he's putting together a 1776 commission to combat the lies of 1691. And when I say lies of 1691, they admit that the history is false in 1691. But I can guarantee you, if you're not paying attention, your kid is learning all of those facts from the New York Times Pulitzer Prize winning project 1691. This must be taught to our children. Uh, and we have uh, the senior fellow from the Heritage Foundation, Mike Gonzalez, who uh, has authored a new book, The Plot to Change America. He is um, he's, he's instrumental in making sure this goes forward. Welcome. Welcome, Mike. Glenn, it's a, uh, a a pleasure to be on your show. I I really appreciate what you do. I had a, a chance to visit with you in Texas about seven years ago, mm. and I, I just love your show and the things you say. And I was hoping that the thing, the fundamental thing, you were going to was to read history. So I'm very happy that uh, that that you told people to download the report, which I was a, a co-author of. I was I was a member of the commission. So so, so thank you for that. Uh, Mike, I have to tell you, if your if your book is half as good as the report, it's a must read as well. The um, uh, to summarize and to write it as pithy as you did, um, and you and your colleagues is uh, is really hard to do, and to stay true to the principles. Um, I mean it it reads true, it reads accurately, and I think that's why they've taken it down on day one of the Biden administration. Well, you know, uh, Glenn, um, my book, as you mentioned, The Plot to Change America, I do mention uh, some of these things, some of the political project that is afoot here with making history a narrative, just a, not, 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 a, not a, a series of facts. In fact, are not partisan facts are facts but what the left uh, wants to do is say no these are just simply narratives and we can oppose the hegemonic narrative to, to quote Gramsci with a counter narrative mm-hmm. uh, and, and and replace and that way change America they want to <clears throat> they want to change the past in order to change the future and but of course you know as Aristotle said uh, that alone is forbidden to the gods to make what has happened not happen uh, and, 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 and this is this idea that there is no truth, that there's no transcendent truth. It's, it's a, a feature, not a bug of the left. And this is, by the way, I'm glad that you mentioned the 1619 Project. The 1619 Project is an attempt to do just that, yeah. to replace the narrative of America with a counter-narrative, one that is anti-capitalist and pro-socialist. You know, I never thought of it this way, Mike. Thank you for bringing this up. I, I you know, I, I know the progressives. I know what they did to history. I know how long this has been going on. I know who's, who was behind it. Um, but I never tied together the facts. I just thought they're making history boring, so nobody wants to listen to it. But by making, making it all about the facts and losing the entire narrative, nobody learned. You learned the dates and the names, and then you forgot them. Because you were only studying for a test. And all the while, they've been working on the narrative with no facts, except the facts that those people who are doing it are crediting as fact from somebody else. You know, there's, it's all peer-reviewed facts. 
and by the time you get to the history books today, you've got, you know, uh, at least two generations of of uh, history buffs verifying each other. Right. And, and, and uh, you know, I think they understand very well something we conservatives have forgotten. And that is <clears throat> what the founder of conservatism, Edmund Burke, said in the, in the late 1700s, that in order for us to love our country, our country should be lovely. Uh, and and what, they, what they do, what they set out to do, they, their purpose, a very clear purpose, is to denigrate American history in order that so, so for us, for our children to hold the Constitution, the Declaration, and America in contempt. And the reason to, 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 to hold, they want to, for, for, for future generations and the present generation to hold America in contempt is so then you, 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 you create that, that catalyzes a desire to change the entire system. Uh, if America is systemically, structurally, and institutionally racist, then if you have, if you have half a brain, you understand that you have to change all the institutions, the structures, and the very system. So, Mike, what, what is, what's going to happen to the 1776 project now? Well, we're, we're, uh, we're, we're now, in, 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 in the, at the present moment, uh, talking to each other. Uh, we have emailed uh, today and yesterday. Uh, we're going, we, we plan to continue meeting. We, plan, we, have, <clears throat> we, we knew, we anticipated what the White House had done, so we moved the document uh, mm. to Heritage. It's on the Heritage website. It's also, it's, it's also over at Hillsdale College. Uh, the, the chairman of the uh, commission, who's Larry Arn, who's the president of Hillsdale and a mm. member of the Heritage Foundation's uh, board of directors. So you can find it in either place. Hillsdale, by the way, and Heritage have great material for mm. your for your audience to go to go to. Uh, so you can find it there and read it and make up your own mind. But what we give is the unvarnished historical fact. So, uh, you, we, so if you approach history as as the 1619 project does with a political agenda, then the facts are, are something irrelevant. And that's not what a historian uh, does. Um, please count me in as an ally on the 1776 Project. I, I think this should be read. I think it should be in every home, and I think it should be read by every parent, and they should teach it in the home. They should take it to their schools and demand that it is taught in their schools. We have got to stop being timid uh, and stop saying, well, I don't want to get you. I don't want to cause any trouble. I don't want the teachers mad at my stop it. They are teaching lies to your kids and in every school across the country. You want to teach the 1619 project? I disagree with it. I think but if you want to teach it as a counter narrative to older kids and it's clearly these are not the facts. This is just a reimagining of history. As long as they have learned this history as fact, they are not going to be so susceptible to uh, the lies in the 1619 project. So, Mike, please uh, count me in as an ally. I'll do anything I can to, to help you. Um, tell me a little bit about the plot to change America. What is it you go uh, into? Thank you. And, 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 and it's extremely kind to be an ally to what we are trying to do in the six, in this 1776 commission. The, uh, the plot to change America is, is really a book about identity politics. <clears throat> it's a book that explains why we're here, why we had the summer of 2020. If you want to know why our, our cities were rocked, 
Uh, not that not that our newspapers ever reported it, uh, but if you want to know about the 12,000 demonstrations and 700 riots in the billions in damages, if you understand what cost it, my book is it, The Plot to Change America, because what I say is <clears throat> I set out to dispel the myths that, that sustain identity politics. What is identity politics? It's the division, the reimagining of America as a country of, of, uh, of as a confederation of categories mm-hmm. uh, based on, on sex, uh, uh, race, national origin, things that you cannot change. And then what, what the, the project of the left is, is to instill the members of the categories with, with, with victimhood, with a sense of victimhood. And that is what, as I said before, used uh, as a catalyst for change. What they say is, we know that you can improve your life individually. We know that capitalism provides you with the ability to improve your lives individually. But we don't want you to do that. We want you to act collectively. Use your grievances to change America because this, because capitalism is racist. They say this repeatedly, which is a falsehood, as I point out in my book, The Plot to Change America. So basically, I give a, <clears throat> I explain uh, what identity politics is and why it is so damaging to us as a country. Mike Gonzalez, uh, senior fellow of the Heritage Foundation, um, co-author of the 1776 uh, Commission. It's so well worth reading. Go to the Heritage Foundation. Go to Hillsdale. Go to glenbeck.com. You can read it there, but print it off and have a copy of it. Also, the author of the book, The Plot to Change America. Mike, thank you. Thank you for everything you're thank, doing. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you a lot. You bet. God bless. <sighs> I have a challenge for you. <clears throat> if you're like most people, there are probably some things that you might change. Hmm. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. If I could change anything, hmm. nothing yesterday I would have changed. Um, now let's look at the things you have control over. How about your mobile plan? You'd change it, right? If it wasn't a big hassle to do so. I mean, if somebody came to you with a better plan, they came to you where you could save money, you'd get the same service. Uh, and they reflected your values and actually stood behind your values and put their money where their mouth is, that would probably be good if it wasn't a hassle. Well, I will tell you it's hassle-free with Patriot Mobile now. With uh, You can join with confidence. They use the same network as the larger providers, but they charge a lot less. They donate to conservative causes, and is switching is really easy. You can keep your phone number, bring your phone, or buy a new one, build your own bundle with multiple line discounts, and save big. And if you're a veteran or a first responder, you'll save even more. This month, get free Premier Activation, where they set the phone up for you. You also get a special gift with the offer code BECK. I think you're really going to appreciate that as well. The same service, a lower price, and the values you believe in. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash BECK. That's PatriotMobile.com slash BECK. Or call them at 972-PATRIOT. 10 seconds, Station ID. It's interesting looking, listening to actual history and these sort of basic foundational truths that everybody believed seemingly at one point that the country well, was the generally con- a good place. Yeah, the country. Uh, we are a nation of of principles 
and we come together to form a more perfect nation. Mm-hmm. So we, we recognize our past mistakes and the mistakes of mankind before, and we try to get better. And so the problem is, is during the Wilson administration, we stopped looking at those principles. We started looking at like Washington. We stopped looking at Washington and emulating people with great principles. And we started with this flag-waving, jingoistic Uncle Sam crap. And there's nothing behind that. There's nothing good to learn from that. It's just bogus. And, uh, and so you had a, a society that could feel good about itself, but by this time were so rotted from the inside that now all you have left is Uncle Sam and the flag. There's something to say, though, for that from from a patriotic standpoint, right, of just have that, having that that general um, current of, oh, of, yeah. of society pushing toward the idea that America is a good place rather than America is a bad place. Right. Like you think about that with culturally, like you go back to the 50s for example, mm-hmm. lots of real problems uh, uh, yeah. in our society, right? Yeah, no no question about it. Um, but publicly, right, there was this constant current of good, right? Like the, the, the heroes on television were good heroes. Mm-hmm. The, the, you were shamed for doing things that were bad, right? Mm-hmm. And that's, that entire current seems to have switched the other way. And there's so, got to be long-term ramifications. So there is, there. Um, there is but there's, there's also, uh, I mean, when you look at movies, because movies played a big role, Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. They built this American thing. Well, a lot of that was from the film commission. A lot of that was from the rating system, which I don't like. I don't mm-hmm. want my films edited because some group of suits say nope this is good this is bad Mm -hmm. i don't mind the rating system but the way it was done before is was ridiculous Um, but they're the ones it stopped a lot of the anti-hero stuff that wasn't done mainly because of the movie industry had its own little uh censor not through the government but they had a censor but the the other part of it that i think you're talking about that's really important is we believed it we knew there were problems. We knew that, you know, uh, there was there was abuse in families. We knew that there was drunkenness. We knew that there was crime, but we didn't hold it up on our shoulders and say, this is us or look at this. It's so bad and horrible, but don't we love watching it? We shunned it generally as as people. Um, and so there was this undercurrent. Now we're just adrift in a sea that is just pounding us from all sides and there's nothing there's no lighthouse there's nothing that says here's stable ground just come here watch out for the rocks just come here there's no lighthouse anymore all we have is mockery essentially of of the idea that those things could be good correct right like the the cool thing to do is to mock people who think you know culture could be better i mean the, the pressures are clear i think to almost anyone who's on social media you know, being positive is something that's, you know, mocked and looked down on with the most with few ex- exceptions. There are some exceptions. Certain aspects of society still are able to maintain those things. But generally speaking, like if you're t- especially if you're talking about something like politics, I mean, if you try to we've seen this happen before, if you try to look at something and say, OK, we need to just be 
positive fix our own families and Mm -hmm. communities like Mm -hmm. look for things that aren't going to you know sink you into the doldrums Mm -hmm. of all life that's like well why aren't you out there fighting why aren't you out there on the streets anger and 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 and, uh, distracts you from what the lord teaches us which is it's in your own circle of influence first it's you then your family then your children take care of that Mm -hmm. and everything and instead you don't have a big enough voice you can't change anything that that's that's a lie that goes back to the individualism of america we've lost all of those things that that were a lighthouse and instead we're demonizing the rocks that just are instead of looking at the pilot of the ship and saying wait a minute you're steering towards the rocks he's like these damn evil rocks keep your eye out for those damn evil rocks and we pay no attention to what the captain is doing this is the Glenn Beck program. I just pulled that out of my butt, so I don't know if that was. <laughs> did that make sense? Uh, let me tell you about Goldline. I breathed a sigh of relief yesterday when everything was said and done. Violence didn't break out. Well, it did in Portland and Seattle, but why talk about that? We have a lot of work ahead uh, ahead of us and a lot to do, and this is going to work to our advantage. It is. I don't know how, but it will. The Biden administration, however, is going to accelerate a lot of bad things, decelerate a lot of good things. One of them is, I mean, we've been spending like crazy now for 15 years. Crazy. And it's getting worse each administration. Well, buckle up, kids. It's time to see that deficit and that debt go to the moon. The U.S. dollar is going to continue down the path of tanking. I want you to call them today. Uh, at Goldline and find out how you can diversify your retirement accounts. Also learn about their weekly special on gold physically delivered directly to you. Goldline. Do it now. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. They're waiting to hear from you right now. And you can go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. They have the uh, deal going right now. 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. All right, I'm just going to say it. I hate hippies. I hate them. I've, I've, I've tolerated them my whole life. I'm the generation after the frickin' hippies. I was the latchkey kid because you just destroyed our parents, destroyed everything. You destroyed our, our educational system. Everybody's smoking dope, getting high protesting everything all the time oh mom and dad pay attention to me shut up hippies i'm so sick of the hippies i hit my breaking point today <laughs> today today was what my year break- of this hatred are no, you hitting no, a breaking no no point? no 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 mm-hmm. no see you don't see it the way i did okay because i followed directly the hippie generation and we all rolled our eyes at, you know, our brothers and sisters that were wearing their stupid hippie clothes and like, peace, man, love. I hate the system raging and shut up. You know, it's not like punk rockers were in the 80s. They were saying many of the same things about fight the power, fight the machine, mm-hmm. but they weren't do nothing hippies. And now all of these hippies seem to have found themselves in power. 
and they're all they're they're still hippies, except they're all rich. And over 30, I've noticed. Uh, I thought they were going to live past 30. Yeah. What Hmm. what happened to you, hippie? You are the machine now. And I've just hit it because. You know, my generation, according to The Fourth Turning, which is a book you should read, everyone should have, The Fourth Turning. I'm reading, you know, I I read The Fourth Turning, and my generation, the latchkey, we don't ever, we don't ever get our turn. You don't. Well, no, because the hippies wrecked it for us. The the generation right before (laughs) it destroyed all of it. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to get help. I'm not going to get Social Security. Oh, they are. But I'm not going to get it. You certainly are not going to get it. You know what I mean? Thank you. I'm just paying for the hippies. And I was thinking about Congress and this high tech thing. They don't even know probably how to use a phone. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm at the point where I'm struggling with my remote control. I mean, you see Bernie Sanders at his mittens yesterday. You think of that guy knows how to use a use a phone. Correct. So how is how are these hippies even? How are they going to get out? Get out, hippies. I am not somebody for an age, you know, barrier or mm-hmm. you got to retire at this age. But I am for the hippies. I'm I'm for that generation. You have principles, but they're only apply when you need them. When, when they when, when it comes to these right. guys. Yeah. For mm-hmm. instance, my nephew came to visit. OK. Mm-hmm. And he had a he had a his wedding ring tattooed to his finger. And I immediately have from a distance, I'm like, oh, good God, I got a hippie in my family. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) and uh, I look and it's a peace symbol. And I said, dude, dude, I'm speaking your language. You're not a hippie, are you? And he said, well, Uncle Glenn, I did cut my hair before I came here. And I said, (laughs) hair's not a problem, dude. It's. Hippies, and we talked about what he <laughs> believes in, and I don't have a problem with the young hippies. I really don't. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with the the young hippies, with the twenty and thirty somethings that are like, "Look, man, there's just too much commercialism now." Yep, you're right. Uh, you're I, right. I think we need more of it. More, more commercialism. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm more of the uh, Michael Douglas, uh, you know, mid- Wall Street, mid- Wall Street. Well, uh, I was there at your age. I was there. <laughs> yeah, I was there. <laughs> okay, uh, you'll get pissed at the hippies uh, soon. Uh, oh, I think yeah. I, well, the hippies sound like something I'd be pissed about. No, th- think about mm-hmm. you're the generation that followed Hillary Clinton. Great. I, it's, it just never Great. sounds like a good thing. No, to follow Hillary Great. Clinton. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and these guys have been destroying our country <laughs> since the 1960s so, and i'm done so hippies it. is i think of that as like 1960s peace love no uh, no, no, that, no, but, no and then they've, no. they've grown harmless. up to Those be more harmless. annoying yeah these were the ones the mamas and the papas basically these are the these are the now these are the they're the Marxist. They're the Solinsky right, so, guys. Well, you're, so you're targeting what you, I'm trying to but like the, drill the, the, down the Grateful here. Dead. I don't have a problem with the Grateful Dead. I mean, whatever. I don't like your music, but whatever. Right. It's not that. It's the Marxist hippies that have been destroying our country since 1964. Aren't you just those saying the Marxists? 
Like you keep saying hippies as if it means something because different. Because they've cloaked themselves in peace and love and shed all of that commercialism. And then they're getting rich <laughs> off of us right now. How are you all rich by serving your nation in Congress? How are you doing that? That is Oh, uh, man. Uh, you know, there's nothing worse than what is happening on Wall Street. Really, hippie? Because you're surrounded by people. You run a hedge fund. Come on, I'm uh, I'm with you on this. I just don't know why necessarily it's hippie. Like, is can a hippie be young? I feel like hippies is a certain generation, it's a group of a certain generation, like a certain. No, I subsection. think there's a new generation that is, you know, my daughter is, you know, verging on hippie. You know, mm-hmm. I got to use Tom's antiperspirant because it's oh, okay. really yeah. it doesn't right. work. <laughs> I got to use Tom's toothpaste and I don't know why I keep going to the dentist and having cavities. (laughs) Okay. But those people don't piss me off because they're not like, and you must only buy Tom's. Right. That is a big difference. That's the, that's the 1960s hippie that grew up in a radical age where we're going to burn the place down unless they do what we say. And now they're in Congress. Now they're all in charge. And we have to do what they say or they're going to disband us. Yeah, there's this like desire for them to be heard about everything, you know, where like and that's happening, I think, now with because they were whiners. They were whiners in the 60s. I'm 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 the one who followed the hips, the hippies. Okay, Mm -hmm. in my family, my oldest sister was and still is in many ways a hippie Uh, and you know, it's all like me, 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 you know, but it's got to be about us, us, us. Shut up. So <laughs> no offense, Coletta. No, 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 I mean, no. it's not really about you. I'm no. just using you as an example, but it's not really You're you. Just, she's I don't a, mean any of those things I just said about you. He's just using you as an example of the group he said he hated. And was right, but I don't hate you. I just, no, of course. But you have. I mean, it's like <laughs> uh, but, you were always in trouble with mom and dad. And then we got the lectures, too. Yeah. OK. Well, you mentioned Hillary Clinton as part of this group. Yeah. And I, I've noticed lately, like, we keep hearing from her. Like, as if there are, you know, people who want to hear from That's her. That's a hippie. Now, her husband. That's a hippie. You never, I, ask yourself, did you ever want to hear from a hippie? I can't think of a time. Can you think of a time that anyone ever really wanted to hear from a hippie? Nope. They just inflict themselves on you. Right. They're okay, like, that's... I got something to say, and uh, I've got to say it, or a little piece of me dies. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm fine with that. See ya. Hillary has a new podcast out. Oh, yeah, I bet it's very like, popular. Why on earth? Like, she just released another book, a children's book. Really? Why do we need these things? Her husband was president of the United States. We never hear from him. I mean, he's never around. Now, that could be because he's been, you know. Bagging chicks. Or I was going to say accused of multiple sexual assaults and maybe he's not so well received these days. Could be. But, like, we don't hear from John Kerry. I mean, I oh, guess he's now he's going to be he's going to be climate czar, czar of some yeah, sort. Yeah, he's, but, he's, like, we don't. We all losing candidates. We don't aren't he- inflicted on our lives all the time. Yeah, I don't have a I don't have a George Bush podcast. And I'm happy for that. 
I'm happy about that. I don't. Yeah, I don't need it. You know, I know we, we got you. You were president. I mean, like there was like 900 Republican candidates. Most of them we never hear of. So, you know, you know, when Ike was uh, driving home, um, the highway system was going in and, you know, it's the highway system is in great part due to him because we didn't have a highway system at the time. And after World War Two. Uh, we realized, well, first thing bad guys do is they bomb all the airports, and so you can't land any planes. Let's build a highway system where you can land planes on them in case of war. That's why our highways are so straight and so uh, so big. So he's he's in office. He hadn't driven his car in God knows how long because he was driven around in a Jeep before that. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about this yesterday. He leaves office. He and Bess, this Truman, this must have been Truman, um, he gets into the into the car and uh, he's uh, he's he hasn't driven in forever, forever. I don't even know if he had a driver's license at that point. He gets into the car and starts it up. They're driving away. And his wife is saying the whole time, please don't drive. Can we just take a plane? Let's not drive. I want to see this new highway system. I want to see what this is all about. So he goes out and he's driving down the highway. Police stop him. Now he's on his way home, not to a big mansion, to his home in what? Independence. And he's just like. I'm just going to go back to doing what I've always done and shut my mouth and just be a citizen. On the way home, he's stopped by police. And his wife slides over in the car seat as he's rolling down the window and about to be asked for his driver's license and proof of insurance. And his wife swings across and leans out the window and said, Officer, would you please tell him what he's doing wrong? Because he's not listening to me. And the police officer looks at her and then looks at the president who (laughs) just left office, okay, and said, President Truman? And he's like, yeah, my wife's been, what am I doing wrong? Why'd you stop me? He said, because, sir, um, you're driving 35, and this is a highway. You are dangerous, The point of this story is he went back to a normal life. He went back to a normal life. Can these guys who are public servants, I'm not calling you senator anymore if you're a senator. If you're a senator, great. If you've left the Senate, I'm not going to call you senator anymore. Watch me because I do it all the time. I got to stop. You're not. You're a regular person again. Yeah. Like when they're like, uh, this, the, he took over her seat or his seat. No, it's not his seat or her seat. It's, it's the people's seat. Yes. You don't get to just, you don't hold on to these things oh, forever. And that has become a, a reality. You know who's done it worse than anybody else? Hippies. Hippies did it. I'm telling you the problem is the dope smoking 1960 Sololinsky hippies. Just say get off my lawn and get over the. Get off my lawn. <laughs> And we liked it. Now I feel bad because my sister is probably sitting someplace going, I, I, I wasn't like that, though. No, I know. <sighs> but you were. Um, Connie, Connie uh, is uh, living in Nevada. She had some bad news a while ago. She was told nothing could be done for the uh, back and uh, hip pain that had been plaguing her. Pain just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And then someone tells you that there's nothing you can do about it. That sucks. 
Then she saw an ad on TV for Relief Factor. She wasn't really hopeful, but she was desperate, and she's like, I'll give it a try. It's 19 bucks." So she ordered the quick start. She now wrote in and said, it literally, within two days, it started working for her. The pain began to subside. She obviously kept going with Relief Factor, and these days she reports that she has no pain. She goes to bed pain-free, wakes up the next morning pain-free. Connie got her life back. So could you. ReliefFactor.com, 800-500-8384. Something that was worked on by non-hippie doctors. It's Relief Factor, 800-500-8384 or ReliefFactor.com. You know what Joe Biden was? A hippie. He was a hippie general. He was the, that's him. Was he? He was, yeah. He yeah. went into office in 1970 or 71. He was in college in the 60s. Hippie. Mm. And they force everything on you. They say that when they were young, they don't like the man oppressing them. You know, they don't like this big government oppression. And now they're all creating big government oppression. They're going to die. They'll be dead within 10 years, and we'll still have to leave with the big government system they put in. Hippies. They, they start to wear bell bottoms, a couple of them, and the next thing you know, the whole country has to be wearing bell bottoms. <laughs> Sick of it. This is a strong stance for you. It I is. didn't know you had this belief system. Yeah. See, I think of Biden more of like a guy who's like a, you know, the beach club, like, you know, he was like the beach club cool kid lifeguard guy when he was young. Yeah. Okay. They had the and little black were, children petting his legs. Yeah. Yeah. That's not hippie to me. No, though. that's his. But he's a guy that who's was, all of his colleagues were hippies. And so, hey, man, he still says that. Hey, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Ugh, hippies. Be, be a frustrating next couple of years. Why do you say that? He just said all federal buildings, you must wear a mask at all times if you're in a federal building and federal property. Mandates. I know. They're so ridiculous. Like, what but he, he didn't do, do it himself last and, night at the Lincoln Memorial. And have you been in a federal building since like, I don't know, like summer? Like you have to wear a mask anyway. What, I know. What is that? I know. I, 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 these I know. mask mandates are the biggest topic of conversation. If that I ever does see so that, little to the change anything. If I ever see that man out of a mask in the <laughs> in the Oval Office upstairs making out with his beautiful wife Jill, they both better be wearing masks because they're living in a federal building. Come on, yeah. man! Oh, God. <laughs> it makes me cringe. <sighs> Now they're saying that Trump had no no vaccine plan. Uh, no, he had a plan. You may not like it. You may think of a different way. But can we stop with the lies? Media, stop with, there was no plan to distribute the vaccine. So ridiculous. I mean, they have a you, general in charge of it. No, no, but what they're saying is um, he's inherited a system where there was no plan. Just like Obama inherited a really bad economy, mm. he's inherited this. So, gosh, I mean, you can't imagine how many lives we've saved that didn't get sick because this of me. It's coming. Program.